Okay, okay, and we're good. Uh, hello, hello. It's 9 o'clock at night. I'm chugging a Monster Energy drink, and we're here uh, with another episode of Cosplay Bites, the show about cosplays, conventions, all the nerdy bits and bites in between, and the many crazy lives of content creators alike. Um, this episode originally was going to be a monster one, but... Uh, Mink got COVID, so she's now not feeling well, and then Larcy wants to wait, so I'll be doing another episode with them, but I did manage to snag the ever-so-lovely uh, Midge, Scully, and Hyperchai. Hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> um, and so for this episode, I know it's really late coming, but um, I figured we could do quote-unquote Packed East Part 2 for my sake. Um, Because if you guys probably have already seen it or missed it, I actually got a chance to interview the two of them at Packed East for a little bit. So that was a lot of fun. And um, But also, um, the two of them also happened to be at uh, Kineticon, which was last weekend? Yeah. <laughs> We're like, yes. Like, how does time work? Um, Got it. Yeah, yeah, I think it was two weekends ago, wasn't no. it? No. Okay, it was last weekend because we're we're in a weekend right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was double checking, making sure. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, so I guess, um, if I can try to remember, uh, <laughs> I, well, no, because the first Pax East Part One video that I did, um, it was mainly me and Mink. And we just talked about how the con was for the two of us because, I mean, thankfully for my case, uh, it ended up just being me hanging around with her. I mean, running into you guys at one point um, multiple times. Um, just talking about, like, the cosplay that she wore, the cosplay that I saw. Mm-hmm. And I think for this time around, I mean, definitely talking about your experience there, if you can remember it. Because um, it was... Oh, God, it was three months ago. Yeah, it was a ways away now. Four months ago. Wait, no, wait. No, three, April, April. Three months. Five years ago. Math. I know that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess in my case, um, well, you know, why don't I start with the two of you before we get into it, because I'm sure... Um, because I was, I was just going to talk about, like, all the games that I played and, like, the demos or at least the copy that I was uh, lucky enough to receive by some of the developers when I had my um, my media appointments. But yeah. before that, because I figured we'll get into, like, what games did you guys actually play. Oh, yeah. Um, how did your – well, so how many days did you guys go for the whole weekend? Uh, yeah. Yeah, other than, I think, Thursday. Yeah, I think... We arrived Thursday, yeah. yeah. we got the hotel Thursday night, but we didn't actually get a badge. But we did the rest of the weekend, which was pretty sweet. Um, so. Yeah, it's one of the cons that if I can go the whole weekend, I'm going to go the whole weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I was lucky enough to get another media badge for the show. And so, yeah, I mean, I had the... It it came right around tax return season, so I was like, "Cool, cool! This is gonna be my whole vacation." Yeah, 
Favorite hotel and everything. Um, did you guys, well, I believe you wore cosplays for two days? Uh, kind of ish. I feel like one was an homage to Final Fantasy XIV, but yeah, not we, necessarily like a cosplay cosplay. We were very casual Asians from Final Fantasy XIV. So, you know, we had the little white um, owl looking masks and uh, I just dressed up in like black robe like attire. Yeah. And I happened to have purple, like bright purple hair at the time. So I just kind of styled it like um, Hythlodeus, who's a character with purple hair, um, which I actually got a few comments. <laughs> I wasn't, yeah. wasn't really <laughs> that because I was just like, I'm just going to be casual today and then we're going to do some actual cosplay uh, the next day. So that was fun. Yeah, no, that was really fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize you guys both play Final Fantasy fourteen. Well, well, I'm all about that. I'm trying to get Mitch into it. <laughs> yeah, okay. everyone kept coming up to me and they're like, "Oh my god, you play it?" I'm like, "Well," and they're like, "What server are you on?" I'm like, oh. <laughs> so it's definitely a game I really want to get into because I mean, uh, you know, Chai's super into it. Has been into it for many years. I've been playing since the beta, um, and I'm on the Cactar server, and I made a monk um so i you know it's well versed yeah <laughs> you have the knowledge i bought a 12 button mouse uh just for final fantasy 14 so oh I, shit I, so you're going hard yeah. so, <laughs> i'm looking at it right now it's very yeah. intense so i could do all my rotation because um oh that's a word i haven't heard many moons ago yeah <laughs> and uh, the other thing for me though like in my defense a little bit because I don't have a huge one, but like in my defense, I have a Mac. Yeah. So we're welcome to the, welcome to the club. I'm doing yeah. it on a Mac. Yeah. We're working on it. We're, we're working we're, on it. You're you're gonna get an actual PC for gaming in due time. <laughs> it will happen. Well, then, yeah. Cause, well, so I mean, you could play this on a Mac. Cause I did. The, I actually played 14 a little bit for a good chunk until I realized that. Um, I don't really have the funds to keep this up anymore, sadly. So, yeah. I mean, I played, I played it through the very generous, gracious, uh, free trial. Mm, yep, the one up to level sixty uh, that includes Heaven's Word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the meme at this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, so basically, I mean, basically, I stopped um, at the sort of bridge between Stormblood's main story leading into Shadowbringers. I'm at that point. Oh, okay. All right. Shadow I am aware I probably stopped when it was getting good because I realized, because I think I, ha I had two other people on previously that are big Final Fantasy XIV nerds. Mm -hmm. And like I would talk to them about it, you know, like everyone said like, oh, like, you know, Realm Reborn made this, made the trash fire good. <laughs> and then, and then Heaven Droid really kicked it up a notch, and then Shadowbrand was great, and then Endwalker is just phenomenal. And it's like, yeah. why does no one talk about Stormblood? It's like, hey, you bitch, you know, what a setup. That's why. It's like, I get it. I get it now. Stormblood was fun, but it definitely is not like the community thinks of it as like, you know, the the Star Wars sequels of yeah. the Final Fantasy titles. <laughs> It's got a cool title. 
Yeah. Stormblood, that's fun. It's pretty fun. And it featured monks, which was my main class, so mm-hmm. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. But yeah, I think Shadowbringers and Endwalker are my favorite. I'm uh, only familiar with Endwalker. Yeah. So by default. I cried a lot. There's a lot of crying. So oh, no. Oh, <laughs> a lot of happens, yeah. Very existential. If you have any mental health stuff, it really explores that, which I thought was, like, really oh. nice and refreshing. Um, so I cried a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I. it was the one game where I could finally live out my dream fantasy of being a Dragoon. So that's the class I went with. Yeah. And it, it, it was very satisfying. And I'm like, I... I I guess I heard there were like glamours or changing clothes you could do in Endwalker that can make me look like Kane Highwind. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, is a house and then you're all set forever. Yeah. And then honestly, though, I recently, so I switched from my Mac to playing on my PS5. And so I, that, it's fun. But I mean, again, I'm hoping to one day pick it up again when I have the funds to like, allocate towards it because uh i think they're pretty tight right now yeah it's yeah, no, that's totally valid it's a time sink like when i when i resub i'm playing for several months at a time yeah yeah um so somewhat circling back to cosplay uh right. yeah the second costume we did uh so that was friday Right? Yeah, Friday. And then Saturday, we did Sonic and Tails. Mm -hmm. That was really fun. That was very, it's funny, too, because that was pretty last second. Yeah, because we we saw the Sonic movie. And and we were like, aw, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I saw it twice, and I was like, I wanted, I was jealous. I wanted to see it twice. (laughs) Mm. I saw it once. It kind of revived. I mean, the movie's good. If you haven't seen it, Please go see oh, it. Oh, it's so fun. Um, but it, it's better than the first one. And yeah. I mean, I know. I saw it. Yeah, I'm so excited for the third. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I think we geeked out about it last time, too. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun because, like, even, like, uh, it always warms my heart when little kids, like, their eyes light up when they see you. And mm-hmm. the parents come over and they're all just so excited. And it's just, like such a that's like a uh this is why i do this yeah like like having that kind of engagement with people it's really gratifying yeah just seeing all the fans and other cosplayers Mm -hmm. it's always fun yeah yeah i i feel like i think i was around you guys when that was happening with some some parent or some oh yeah I think it was was like an enforcer saying how good your cosplays were or something like that about their daughter or whatnot. Yeah, the one with the hat. She wanted everyone to sign it. That was really sweet. Yeah, that one, that one, yeah. It was so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Very touching. Mm -hmm. Um, So overall, though, um, did you guys go to any panels or did you guys... I, I mean, I know you tried out a couple of games, I believe. Cause I yeah, think I- we did. So we were kind of scoping out the indie games because I remember the last time we went to PAX. Well, when you go to PAX before COVID times, it's always been so impossible to kind of navigate some of the indie areas just because everyone's trying to demo the games. And this was the first year that I think because of COVID, it really just let, like, you know, there was more airflow in that area definitely more space yeah oh yeah oh yeah 
I was actually able to demo like a bunch of games and one that really stood out to me, it was called The Wreck. And it was um, a game about, it was like someone got into a car accident and it's like in that moment, you do these flashbacks, these like looping flashbacks. And in each loop of the memory, you have to figure out more of the story and find clues of what happened, which I thought was really fun. Yeah, very fun. Yeah, I definitely more gravitate to uh, games with pur like, I mean, that's, I was going to say games with purpose and like have a story. I mean, I play Splatoon, which is very repetitive, <laughs> but, uh, you know, anything, anything that's narrative and I feel like it has something to say and there's like, it's just so gratifying to play it and be like, oh, now I know something that I didn't know before, or like, you know, what a great story to be telling. Um, I really gravitate to those kinds of games and I feel like the indie section specifically tends to have those kinds of games. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I tend to gravitate a lot more towards indies nowadays because it's just like, I get such fond memories of like either playing indies or just really awesome experiences, uh, like having like media appointments for indie games. like. Mm -hmm. So the game that I played, I played a game called Witchwood, which was really fun. And I mean, at this point in time, by the time this episode comes out, um, both that and another game called um, Ayudin Chronicle Rising, I actually beat both of those games. Um, both were very fun. Uh, Witchwood was ve very chill and relaxing where you're just... You play as this witch, you gotta collect some souls that this goat spirit wants you to do to fulfill a contract that you made that you didn't know about in order to awaken a sweeping girl that you somewhat caused. And all it is, is you're just doing, you're just running around collecting materials. That's it. Ooh, it sounds relaxing. I'm, I'm looking, I Googled it. I'm looking at it right now. It looks stunning. The art is awesome. Yeah, I mean, the, the, one, the, the one thing I instantly related it to was its storybook style um, mm, uh -huh. reminded me of the brief storybook intro from Resident Evil Village oh. that I would see like when I watched like, Let's Plays of it. Yeah. And uh, oh, the, the music was phenomenal also. And I mean, like they gave the guy gave me like some cute little pins of the characters, and just it was great. And then, um, Ayudin Chronicle Rising was an interesting game where um, it's sort of like an RPG. Or no, it is an RPG. Um, I read that it's sort of like a um, excuse me, uh, uh, a successor to a game called. Suki Doken or huh. something like that. Or it kind of reminded me of Star Ocean, like the uh, way it, the uh, way it was played. But yeah. the the bizarre thing is, uh this game is a prequel to a game that's not even out yet. <laughs> nice. Okay. That's fun. That's called and, and that game is called Ayudin Chronicles uh Hundred Heroes, which I think I am gonna check out uh since I I enjoyed playing that game as well. Mm -hmm. And then other games I played, um, I played this game called, I, I believe it was called A Space Into the 
Unbound, which was done by um, Toge Productions. It's uh, set in rural 90s uh, Indonesia, but um, Toge Productions made my all-time favorite game of 2020, which was Coffee Talk. And so I wanted to check that game out, and I also checked out a potion, like, alchemist game that's kind of reminiscent of Stardew Valley, in a way. Oh, is that... you're making potions and whatnot? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, that. Oh, my God. It looks almost exactly like Stardew Valley, right? Yeah, we, we took a glance at that. Yeah, it looked very cute. Oh, so you know what I... Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, trying to think of what else I played. Um, I believe that was it. I mean... I was in line to try out the Ninja Turtles game that just came out, but then I kind of... Oh, yeah. oh those... The line was crazy. Those graphics <laughs> looked so cute. Like, yeah, it was the fun. classic, like, pixel, like, but very modern pixelated. I really like that style. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But then I gave up, like, right when it was my turn to play, because I, I, was, I was just bored, honestly, out of my mind, and it just, like, it was <laughs> too much of a long way, and, like, yeah. eh. There was uh, one line that we ducked out of. It was for World of Horror, which I actually oh, owned. yeah, that looked like it would have been so fun, but um, it was like two hours long. Yeah, or so World of oh. Horror is very fun, like detective kind of mystery horror, where you pick these chapters, and each like chapter is a different story. Like somebody dies, and you have to try to find the clues of like like what mystical supernatural entity or ghost or demon mm -hmm. is causing the problem. And as that's happening in your world, an apocalypse is happening. So you're trying to outrun basically the end of the world. Um, so that's really fun, but I know at PAX, they, no just, yeah, <laughs> they just released a bunch of new content and I got excited and I jumped in the line. Then I looked on the floor and it said, wait time from this point two hours and i was like i don't know it was funny because there's like four people in front of us and we're like two hours i'm not and then we're standing there for like 30 minutes and we <laughs> didn't move and we're like okay it is two hours all right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it must have been a long demo but it's definitely a fun game yeah we did probably, probably uh, that yeah we did two other games outside of the indie section. Oh, um, so we did Baldur's Gate. Yeah, I did, yeah. So Chell did Baldur's Gate, and that's funny because that's actually right when we bumped into you. Right. Yeah. So we were waiting in that line. That was so fun. I mean, I have had no experience with Baldur's Gate, but the graphics were amazing, and just the the D and D aspect was really fun, where you like roll like d20s and mm -hmm. depending on what happens with your your uh number just something could go south or and one of the people who were working there said you because uh, we did it with another friend they said they were the first to oh we we like first to made, make the brain your friend or something yeah we made a we took a brain out of someone who was the brain was begging to be let out of its like harness and then it became a pup like a brain puppy it was really it was, it was oh so weird, but also kind of adorable yeah it, like, grew like, <laughs> it grew like 
vein legs. It sounds, it was kind of disgusting. And like a little, yeah. the brain stem was the little tail. And yeah. it's like, oh, disgusting. Very cute. And it was wagging its little brain stem tail. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it's definitely a visual, but it was kind of like, oh, I guess that's our pet now. And it was very cute. Yeah. It helped you out. It's funny because it, in the moment it seemed like it was a bad guy. So it's like, don't do it. Don't do it. But then when you did it, it's like, oh, no, actually, it's chill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, who knows? I don't know. Maybe if you rolled a one, it would have been a bad time. Yeah, pr probably. Oh and then the, uh, the other game we ended up playing because you wanted the dumpling uh, plushie. Oh, my God. Was ramen. Ramen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spelled like raw. R-A-W and men at the end. Yeah. But, um, that was like a, um, kind of like a... Kind, um, almost like Splatoon-esque is what... Yeah, but know. you're 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 just a bunch of little guys who have different shop instruments and stuff. Yeah, uh, and you just go around and you try to rack up the most points by attacking each other. And then you respawn and it's whoever has the most kills or whatever and uh power ups ends up winning mm -hmm. so it's a free um, free for all big map uh very fun yeah very fun um i didn't get the dumpling devastating but no. you know, I'll, yeah. I'll survive it. oh but we did because that was a crane game we did get uh chippy oh yeah <laughs> so all as well yeah chippy was the intel uh mascot we all loved. Mm -hmm. Barely. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that was Sunday, and we were like, "What? What do we? What can we do right now?" And then we saw the crane game, and we got kind of competitive about it. <laughs> we just kept going in line over and over. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the lady was just like, <laughs> "Finally, we got it." Oh my yeah. god. It was, um, it was a good time. I, it was funny how big Intel's area was. And oh, I was yeah. like, what's Intel going to do? But I actually had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's always weird. Because, I mean, I was I was half hoping. I mean, I, I eventually did um, after the con. But I was half hoping to maybe find some streaming gear to like upgrade my stream setup a little bit. Mainly in just getting, mm -hmm. a, new, uh, getting a new capture card. But no booth had anything like that so it was very odd um, yeah usually they have like three uh with all the pc parts yeah and all the peripherals that's yeah but i know like we, we were definitely missing a few big name booths like square enix my favorite booth not yeah. there I almost um, said Naruto. I meant Nintendo. That's <laughs> <laughs> so like same yeah, thing. Not, Naruto wasn't there. Really disappointed me. <laughs> in, in 2020, which I'm still shocked that we were able to <laughs> go to that before the whole world shut down. Uh, oh yeah, like the Animal Crossing. Yeah, that was so cool. Get, no, did I? Did so I see you guys at 2020? Um, God. I don't think I met Hyper. No, we might not have seen you. The years like tend to blend together, so I'm. <laughs> Hang on, were we the dogs? Yes, did we see we were, you? We were dogs. Yes. We, we were the dogs. I think we did bump into you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You were the polka dog. Oh yeah, because there was a Pokemon booth too, so yeah. we were hanging out there. Yeah, yeah. So we were missing Nintendo yeah. and Square Enix, and I know I feel like it's just a matter of time till they come back, because and then uh. I mean, Riot hasn't been there forever. I'm always excited when Riot's around. 
They're definitely the life of the party. <laughs> yeah, they always have really fun decorations and booth setups and stuff. Oh, yeah. I remember they had, like, a scenic walkthrough one year. Oh, yeah, in, like, a room. Yeah. Wilding. That was fun. But I definitely, you know, I definitely felt the lighter crowd at PAX, but I would say it wasn't a bad thing. Yeah, I didn't, I know people had no, no. feelings about it. Like, some people were saying that, you know, I felt almost dead and it was sad that people weren't there. But I, I enjoyed the kind of slower pace, kind of dipping our feet back into, you know, calm Sure. No, absolutely. No, I, I mean, this. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely could run around and maneuver much, much easier than yeah, 2020. Sure. Yeah. yeah, no, because Nintendo, Nintendo had the Animal Crossing set up. Square Enix had seven remakes set up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was insane. And, um, I got yeah. the bike. Yeah, the yeah, that big was, motorcycle. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I got to take my picture on it. It was great. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And then, did they? No, I think they did have a store there because I remember buying shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did. Because yeah. they always take my money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always the one trying to get into the um, Final Fantasy 14 raid boss fight line, mm-hmm. so you can get the I beat whichever boss of the year shirt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was funny because I think it was last time we did that. I was like the only one who played 14. I was trying to give you all like a quick rundown. I'm like, all right, if you're a healer, you have to use this skill. And then if someone dies, you have to use this skill. It was a lot. (laughs) It was a process. We didn't get the shirt. Uh, (laughs) Womp womp. In our hearts, we did. Mm -hmm. Kind of. I think I I randomly got a Final Fantasy fourteen scarf that year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I did too. I think they were like maybe that was like screw swag. hmm The swag that year was amazing. I mean I I missed uh Bethesda game days. I'm so mm-hmm. sad they didn't return this year. Um they yeah. were they were right by um you know the hotel lobby for the Westin. Uh there's like the laugh smile um comedy club area by the tavern mm-hmm. uh bethesda took that over in the past few years and they gave out free buffet food free drinks they were just whoa yeah. have a good time yeah that was that was really yeah cool. i went over there when i was hungry i got fried rice and chicken on a <laughs> and then they gave me like fallout drinks and oh i was just like how how is this free yeah <laughs> the power yeah. triple a game yeah and they they weren't skimping on the alcohol either <laughs> yeah that was fun re- they didn't return but i remember it was so weird that because i was i was like half starstruck only because i knew that so well 2020 like it was right around when uh remake was about to come out and like i got to play the demo twice but then the second time, it was like I was with a group of friends, and we ran into someone who was working at the Square Inch booth. But it was actually um, the guy who was one of the presenters, like translators. I don't think he was a translator, but he was like one of the main presenters on stage at um, E3 
I think the year before when they had their giant remake showcase. Oh. So I went, we ran into that guy and like he was like, you guys want to try the demo? Have you tried it yet? And he just gave us a free ticket pass to go come back in line to go play it again. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. So cool. So yeah, that was nuts. But um trying to think of what else I did at PAX. That I, I mean, well, I went to Mink's panel about VTubing. Yeah. And then, I mean, I've, I've kind of gotten into VTubing myself, but now I'm actually, I decided to stop streaming because, uh, truth be told, I get no joy out of it anymore. Aww. <laughs> yeah, that's totally valid, you know. Because it's just like, it was, it, it was like, A, no one really comes to my stream, to be totally honest, and B, it kind of suck the fun out of video games for me i can see that yeah because you know if you get in a mindset where you feel like you have to do it for a stream rather than you're doing it because you really want to do it yeah it can get really hard because i've i've been in that mindset where you know a new game comes out i'm really excited to play it and i'm like oh but it would be so good to stream it and then i end up i was in that exact mindset yeah. yeah Yeah, and yeah. maybe like a little bit more. Like I have to be on my A game. Like mm-hmm. I gotta be witty. I gotta you know have all this commentary. Yeah, and, that, so. and that's still it was still a very hard thing for me to do when I would get no no one coming into my stream because I was just eventually talking to dead air. Because and yeah. I think and I think it had to, well. So Stray came out and I was like, oh fuck yeah, I'm gonna stream the cat game. It's gonna be freaking amazing. But then. Yeah. I was having audio issues where it was static, like going oh, no. in and out on my headphones. And I think it was a mixture of somehow the capture card wasn't really like meshing well. But I think the main problem was I have a habit of trying new shiny things. So I enrolled my Mac laptop that I'm using right now into the upcoming beta of their new operating system. Oh. I, think that, I think that screwed it up. Uh, ah. So now Twitch Studio doesn't really play nice with it at the moment. So, no. but then that was that was kind of the sign where like, because I I honestly have a lot other stuff going on right now, and it's just like I need to just because I was on the verge of burnout. Yeah, yeah. Like this one there, you only have so many spoons. You you know use them for the things that you need to, and you know maybe hold off on the things that can wait. Or as Bilbo Baggins says, uh, feeling like butter spread over too much toast. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. <laughs> oh, 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 God, that's good. Butter spread over too much toast. Yes. So, well, so now, honestly, I'm just playing Stray on my own, and it's a delight. I love it. It's so cute. I We're mean, like a few hours in, but I'm hooked. Yeah, already living for it. I was, I mean, I was, I was already, I think I just got more into it when I got Tifa and Kai. It's like, I'm a cat dad now. I think I need to play this game. <laughs> yes. And it, I mean, the whole, like, the music is great. The cyberpunk city is, like, nuts. It, it's just, like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's just something really cool. So, like, yeah. I'm actually anxious to have uh, my best friend come over next time they come hang out. And have them try the game because I've been telling them about it, and they're just all like, "Well, we need to see this game immediately." Because 
well, one of them is also a cat person, and yeah. so it's just oh my gosh, it's so good. It's and, definitely gonna live up to the hype. Yeah, what I really like too is the refreshing. Like, it's not humans versus robots. It's like the robots romanticize the humans and like admire them, and I think that's like a really fun like point of view because most media is like oh the robots hate the humans robot bad <laughs> yeah yeah but i don't want to get too much into any spoilers yeah. so yeah i don't know i mean i don't know how far you're into it but i'm like a cup mm. i don't know i don't know what chapter i'm on i can't even remember because i played it like earlier this morning but yeah i'm only yeah. i'm only like maybe three hours in because I kept getting distracted too. I'd like, <laughs> like running around. There's so many details. Yeah, like I'm, I'm meowing and like, yeah, <laughs> taking naps and changing television channels, which is an achievement, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you change all the television channels, oh, man. everything, knocking everything over. I might want to try to. I might want to try to plan them, but legit, one of the achievement is take a nap for an hour. It's like, oh my god. Oh. Oh, so I gotta leave the game on. Okay, you want me to walk away for a little bit? Okay. That's cute. <laughs> Take a nap for an hour. Nice long nap. <laughs> That's great. Actually, the achievement is called a productive day. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> it's not like the, um, oh, what's that game where it's like, go touch grass, and it's like you you don't play the game for five years. Oh, yeah. Oh, the- Stanley Parable? Yeah, Stanley Parable, and then they just re remet re re I don't know. Remastered. I, re- like a deluxe version, a brand new version of the game. Version. And yeah. now the achievement is don't touch the game for ten years. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck. And then they they called people out because it shows the percentage of people of the achievements. And on the day of launch, there was like three percent of people have this achievement. And they're like, "We see you." Yeah, it's like no, you don't. You're not altering the game, altering the the computer clock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's that's freaking nuts. It's um, so, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Huh. Well. So what else about PAX East? Oh, um, what I was really looking forward to was seeing, um, as they call her, Skyrim Grandma. Yeah. Um, She had a panel, and I followed her on Twitter, and I was like, oh, my God, no way. She has a panel. We have to go. So I pretty much dragged everyone around me into it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I had never actually heard of her before, but she's a delight. It was very fun. She's so sweet. And she she just kept asking. She was like, "Oh, does anyone have any good horror game recommendations?" And <laughs> she, oh my God. the the whole community started a, a physical list <laughs> and handed it to her. And then yeah. she's like, "I'm afraid of horror games. <laughs> it's gonna be okay." Oh my God. Yeah, she she makes these Skyrim characters and um, gives them like whole backgrounds and like lore and everything, and it's just really fun to to see how she like world builds in Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I don't I used to play Skyrim, but then you know that was like back in college, and then I accidentally enrolled myself in Skyrim College. So what? Yeah, I, yeah. Was that a real thing? Like, yeah, Winterhold or whatever it's called in oh. Skyrim, but yep. I dropped it after that because I was like, 
I don't. I got so sidetracked, and I could never follow the main quest. <laughs> yeah. So much to do, and I was like, oh, I'm just never gonna like. It's more of a time sink than 14. Mm. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, there's I a reason it's been released like 60 freaking times, and it's on everywhere, including your fridge. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, can't wait for it on uh, Tesla cars, and I'm sure it already is. <laughs> I don't have like Tesla cars have Cuphead. Pretty sure they do. Really? Yeah, which is also a very funny name. Oh yeah, but um, her actual name is Shirley Curry. So if anyone's not following her on Twitter, I highly recommend it. Cause she's she's just so wholesome. Yeah, she's really good. <laughs> um, any standout? I mean, aside from the Intel mascot plushie. <laughs> Did you guys splurge on any other like vendor merch or? Um, let's see. I, I feel like I definitely bought things. So um, yeah, you bought a lot of like packs related merch, like oh, from yeah. the actual store. Yeah, this was the first year I was like, I'm gonna splurge on packs merch because I, <laughs> I never did before, and for once in the entirety of packs, the line was like less than two hours long. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. What I really liked was the theme this year was like the space launch program. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, one of Mink's friends that I got to meet and spend a little bit of time with, like she went nuts on merch and stuff because I think she also was like an enforcer, like on the side during the con. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. I ended up getting one of their space shirts, and it's kind of dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really like the the bomber jacket this year. Oh, it was I, so sick! Yeah, I didn't end up getting, but I mean, Pax always has really cool merch. Um, but this year, I bought their like fleece camp, like aesthetic blanket, and mm -hmm. um, I bought. Yeah, I bought a shirt that like says offline and it has like a bunch of like it's like a very retro looking uh, computery shirt. And, okay. Um, yeah. I also bought uh, some, you know, trading card sleeves that says packs on them. Mm -hmm. um, wow, what did I buy? <laughs> I, I ended up getting. It's like each tier of how much you buy, you get like special exclusive packs merch. So I ended mm -hmm. up getting the this really pretty packs pin, which like. I'm very excited to display it somewhere, but it's like rainbow and it has like a little rocket ship. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember seeing those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the only hacks merch I got was their um Oh, it, it either said red eclipse or red sun on the back of it. Oh yeah, mm. the eclipse one. That was that was the one I was looking at too. Yeah, that one was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I wear that whenever I can, whether it's either working out or at home. Um, so that wasn't, I mean, when I did packs online, uh, I believe in 2020, when they had their like East online thing, that was the first time I got um, packs Merton. I got a really nice green, almost like camp themed looking shirt. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that the blanket I bought was, like, leftover from that convention, possibly. Um, yeah, it's really fun. I really like the colors that they chose. Yeah. 
I think I, I love that Boston gets red because it's just so classic. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm curious because yeah, last year was like summer camp, and then this past year was space. So I'm always curious about what theme are they gonna go with next time around? Because yeah, I mean, space is pretty much the running theme for the remaining. <laughs> packed convention that they have going on right now yeah um yeah what was it that one year where because our boston gets the red color it was the, like the goo or the whatever goo and the badges looked like blood <laughs> it was so funny um we had university one year mm-hmm. um yeah yep. university one was a cool aesthetic. that was a fun one um yeah I'm, I'm always excited all their themes are really really good so oh yeah Whatever they come up with is gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. What else? What else? Um. I mean, I ended up doing a small little interview with the people over at Wild Bills. Oh yeah. With their soda station, which would which would really, oh, yeah. really, it was really nice. It was really cool. I mean, they were um. And I'm like I'm like half walking over to my room to get my notes because <laughs> I know I written it down. But one one of their main things that they do that they like to help out around is um help giving um military veterans like jobs oh, for, nice. for their company. Yeah, that's um, awesome. I got here non yeah I mean non alcoholic soda. This was their twentieth year doing it. Wow. Um, I mean, their main shtick was commemorative commemorative mug, which, I mean, I was lucky enough to get one. <laughs> so that yeah. meant endless refills for the entire weekend. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, no, that's... And then and then they told me that you know you can bring it to whatever con that you're we're at again, and pay seven bucks and you're good for the whole weekend. Wow. Dang. Yeah, I mean, I'd see them at basically every East Coast con we go to, so mm-hmm. you're all set then. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I believe they're they're pretty pricey. They're like sixty bucks. Oh wow! Something like that, if I remember correctly. Um, so you've got an investment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, well, they really. I mean, he would tell me that. Um, they built up a website to help with their sales when COVID hit. Cause oh, I yeah. took, cause I mean, that was a huge convention for a huge chunk of their income. So yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the guy said online orders uh, helped um, to get through the pandemic. And um, I mean, one of their main things that they like to do online is you essentially build your own soda pack to have oh. it shipped out when you want to make an order. I love that. That's really cute. Um, let me see what other I'm just looking through all my notes that that al- that uh alchemy game that I said that was kind of like Stardew Valley it was called potion permit oh, yeah 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 um, there's one that I, I wanted to demo but it was actually one of the busiest um, indie boots at the time which was, I think it was called quiz quiz oh my god Cuisine, cuisine near. 
It was like you were a cat and you were doing a little chef thing. Um, mm. Quiz. Wow. Um, this word is really giving me a struggle. Cuisineer. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's cuisine and then E-E-R. Yeah. Cuisine. So it's like a dungeon crawler. It's a roguelike dungeon crawler. And oh yeah, the yeah. art was so cute. The art was adorable. And you're a cat. You're like a little cute yeah, cat. Yeah, I love um, it. <laughs> cat girl thing. So cute. Oh, adorable. Um, one one other game I played was called. I'm trying to tell with my handwriting. I made that an O or an A. Uh, it's either lost or last. Um, Hero of Nostalgia, oh. which was a par- it. It was it was um, framed as a parody of Souls-like game, which was pretty funny because I've never touched a Souls game in my life, and I don't want to because I don't <laughs> have the uh, mental capacity to not swear in frustration. <laughs> when dying a lot, but um, it was essentially you essentially are made fun of as this hero for this world that was brought in, and you basically go through it. But the the thing is that the world starts off as a pixelated, like old retro style world, but then as you progress through the game, you're essentially restoring the world to turn it from pixelated to more modern like oh sort of thing that is cool yeah yeah heard it the the narrator of the game constantly like makes fun of you and doesn't believe in you like like, (laughs) constantly throughout the game so that's funny that's i mean that sounds like portal (laughs) yeah yeah it does um fun mechanic Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i was that was pretty much my pack. I mean, if you guys can't really think of anything else. Yeah, I mean, I we, we headed into Boston, like downtown, quite a oh, bit. Yeah, um, we did the uh, Undertale. Yeah, at the same concert. time, there was an Undertale concert happening. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We didn't realize, so that was Thursday night, which was like a nice, like, we get into Boston. We had a whole downtown Chinatown kind of because it was like right around Chinatown and uh we didn't realize that was the last Undertale concert they were having like yeah like that, that was the last hurrah for them so that was like a fun like the crowd was very animated and I love when the crowd has like a good energy mm-hmm. and they were just, oh yeah the orchestra was really feeding off of it and like gave us like like a stellar performance so that was awesome oh that's um, great of course, they played Megalovania. Oh, yeah. Of course they did. Of course they did. But they pretended they weren't going to. Yeah, because, <laughs> I mean, naturally, or I don't know if I should say naturally, but we all decided to do pacifist runs, so you, uh. know, you don't bump into him if you do that. So no. you know, the end of the game, and then we're like, oh, no, you didn't think it was over, did you? And then <laughs> it started playing, and we're like, yeah! Oh, the crowd <laughs> lost it. It was really oh, fun. My go- oh, my God. You just reminded me of, well, well, one thing. Well, two things. Um, one, I impulse bought for me and my best friend to essentially make make them go with me um, to uh, another 
Final Fantasy Orchestra concert that they're having in Boston for their 35th anniversary. And I would get, I've been getting like emails about like who's attending the freaking concert. Oh, yeah. They're going to have the artist Ricky, who did the main theme song for Final Fantasy X, she's going to perform. And I'm like, that's the only thing she can perform. And that's my favorite Final Fantasy. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> 10 10 is also my favorite i will die on that hill <laughs> oh hell yeah but then but then also that um yoko shimamura is gonna be there in attendance oh my god and i'm like okay yeah she did final Fantasy 15 but then my kingdom hearts brand is going like holy fucking shit <laughs> yeah we also got tickets i don't know if it's the same one, but we got tickets to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for the fall. The fall, yeah. Uh, somewhere, somewhere. <laughs> I, think it's, it's I don't. I don't remember. I'm I blanking right Boston, now. But, I think it might get. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah, but I hope. I hope they're at ours too, because that would be awesome. Wait, did you say that you got tickets to the same thing? Maybe. Is I, it in, I don't think so. Is it in November for you? Yeah, November 19th oh. at Boston Timpany Orchestra Hall. I guess we're going to the same one. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. I'm so excited. Oh, damn. We should try to meet up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, we are actually going to cosplay to that one. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. I yes. wanted to. I wanted to so bad. Like, and I, I am afraid I missed my shot at. Why? Um. Well, no. When. When Uniqlo did that 35th anniversary like mm-hmm. collaboration with the t- with the T-shirts, mm-hmm. I think I missed my boat on that because they're all sold out. Oh no! Oh no! And I at least wanted to get ten, like an FF10 oh. shirt, and I was like, "Dang it!" So oh, no, I would also want the ten shirt. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't know if they're ever going to get them back in stock. So I mean, fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, I'm, I'm just like, I should have snagged it when I had the chance. Yeah. So. But then the the other funny thing is that so, because I got the emails about that concert because I attended the FF Seven remake concert last year. Oh yeah. And I just found it so funny how the I mean it was it was all remake songs stuff from Intermission, um, but they did Aerith's theme. Mm. And then they transitioned right into the rebirth version of One Winged Angel. And in my head, I was like, that's horrific timing. Why would you do that? Oh, no. <laughs> How could you do that to her? <laughs> oh, my God. Someone knew what they were doing. Someone <laughs> they, knew, they, they knew what they were doing. They knew. <laughs> oh, poor Eris. Oh, God. I can't. <laughs> I'm I'm still in shock of how soon we're getting part two. Oh my god. I, I still need to play Integrade. I mean uh, I was gonna play Yuffie and I haven't even played it yet. Yuffie. Oh, but that's because I didn't have a PS5 at the time and I think it's on Steam now, but uh it is. Yeah. Sweet. But I have Final Fantasy Seven on PS4, so Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, I was, I was, I was very lucky to get a PS5 as a birthday present to myself this year. Hell yeah! And I'm then, I mean, I'm currently looking at it right now because I also grabbed um, the Starlight Blue controller, and then I got the 
Ooh. the console cover that they just released of the same color. So now I've got a blue PS5 and it's, it's fancy. And I mean, I'm, I'm glad I got stray for it. Cause I'm just like, <laughs> I know there will be more games down the line, but God damn it. I just want to play it a little. I want to <laughs> play my PS5 a little more. Cause like, come on. Well, what about, uh, zero horizon dawn or zero horizon the new one the new one i i'm not that interested in it <gasps> gotta be honest with you that's okay <laughs> that's okay <laughs> so i mean so it's like it's stray and then i got uh marvel guardians of the galaxy which was a lot of fun oh. uh-huh. yeah I, I watched a friend play a little bit of that the graphics are really but then I also pre-ordered uh, God of War Ragnarok. So, yay. I need to play the first one. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Oh, so good. But, like, Final Fantasy 16 is coming out next summer, which is nuts. Oh, yeah. And then... Stop. <laughs> I have such a bad backlog happening. Anytime a new game comes out, I'm like, please, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready. I need more time. But then, and then they're doing a Crisis Core remake, and I'm like, oh no. Yeah. But that's kind of awesome. So it's like cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think we could move on to uh, Kineticon. Yeah. Sure. Um, if we've got nothing else to say about Pax East, so. Obviously, I didn't go. You both went. Um, Mm -hmm. Was this for the whole event, the whole weekend? We, so, since it was so close and we didn't feel like spending, what is it, like 115 on Yeah, so Kineticon has been continuously, it used to be like 50-something for the full weekend. Uh, Now it's 120. Or I think specifically 115. Yeah, with taxes. Um, So it's a lot. What? Um, yeah, it's a lot for what it is. How many is. days is it? It's uh, they claim it's four, but one day is literally only pre-registration for people who go all weekend. Yeah. So it's really it's really three days. It's um, really three days. And so we decided we were just gonna because the uh, food truck festival yeah. is happening the same weekend. We decided we were just gonna hang out outside because that's where a lot of cosplayers chill anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we kind of dress up, hang out, get some food at the food trucks. Yeah, I am sad I missed the death match. Um, yeah, that's definitely that's the always big thing. yeah that's always Kineticon staple is the death match, um, which has Odin the teddy bear. <laughs> Blood for Odin. Yeah, he he sits up on the, in front of the stage in front of everyone, and uh, for anyone who doesn't know the death match, um, they bring up a, two cosplayers or two characters. And uh, whoever the crowd cheers for the loudest gets to uh, pretend kill the other character. So it becomes like, you know, a whole fantasy bloodbath. And then whoever is last standing, like one year it was like the L Tetris block. (laughs) Um, Wasn't it like the one slayer one year too or something? (laughs) It was like like the L Tetris block defeated (laughs) Ezio from Assassin's Creed one year. (laughs) It's, it's fantastic for just, oh like, a night. Oh, my God, over. that's amazing. It's so, so funny. So that's, like, my favorite Kineticon thing. Um, this year, I just did. I just decided it wasn't worth 
the $115. Yeah, so. and it's like, because it's like, we didn't want to go the full weekend, but then we're like, well, maybe we'll go Saturday yeah. just to go to the death match. And we look at the ticket and it's still like $70 yeah, or something. Just for oh. the- so I was like, mm. So, you know, we, we dressed up um, from Stranger Things because we just finished season four mm-hmm. and um, very, very much in love with that right now. So, yeah, we're all about it. Um, yeah. Same. We, Same. Yeah, we did some uh, photo shoot um, stuff under the bridge. Yes. Yeah, so lake. Our friend was Robin, uh, Chai was Nancy, and I did Steve. And then our other friend was Max. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Um, and then just seeing all the other Stranger Things cosplayers and just vibing with everyone. That was, <laughs> yeah. that was a lot of fun. A lot of really good Eddies. Um, oh, my God. There's so many Eddies. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. I mean, it's it's a really fun, easy outfit, too, because mm-hmm. you have the, the Hellfire shirt, which is just so iconic now. Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. That was really fun, yeah. We did uh, peek around the dealer's room on Sunday a little bit. Um, And I always like to check out the artist alley. Uh, There's always some really good artists over there. I got a couple charms and... uh, I got got a couple keychains. Yeah, and um, I got some tea, actually. There's the absinthe and tea um, booth that is there, like, every year. And they make character fandom-themed teas. And uh, I got some Applejack tea because I asked the person, I was like, what can I put milk in or cream in to make it very sweet? Mm -hmm. So Applejack tea was recommended to me. And then the Together Breakfast, which is a Steven Universe tea. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Okay, okay. It has actual popcorn in it. And it's supposed to be like uh, with maple syrup and uh, like waffle and cinnamon like Mm -hmm. uh, flavors. So that was very fun. Okay, that's bizarre. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my incentive uh, to go into the dealer's room, because I was like, ah, I'm probably not going to do it. And then I looked on their official photos, and I'm like, I'm sorry, is that a Supersonico figure? <laughs> um, so they had a Supersonico figure that is the Supersonico racing figure, which if you don't know Supersonico the way I do. Here we go. That's yeah. <laughs> That's a really rare figure. Like really hard to find. Really cute. Uh, usually sells for three hundred fifty now. So I was like, oh my god, please God, tell me they don't know what they have. <laughs> like sell it, <laughs> sell it to me for like a hundred twenty dollars. Ooh. Um, it was four hundred twenty. So they definitely knew what they had. Um, I was so sad. I was just like, I can't even haggle at like I can't because they know they know it's worth a lot. <laughs> yeah. It was so cute. So I just I looked at it and I'm like, I can't believe I'm seeing it in person. <laughs> Alas, I have an addiction. It's okay. You only have like forty or fifty Sonico figures. Yeah. Oh my god. Like sixty maybe. And growing. Yeah. I have like four. Supersonico figures. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Very cute. I love all the outfits. What I would say about um, what I missed seeing at Kineticon from what we did see, like we didn't we didn't have a chance to go to any panels or anything, mm-hmm. but just around the dealers area, 
um, the whole arcade game area was gone. Oh my gosh, yeah. And that was that was kind of sad because you know that was a huge appeal. That was a huge appeal. Um, you know, all the DDR machines and like you know Rock Band and just all the rhythm games. Yeah, there's a lot of rhythm games that were like Japan exclusive too. I'm yeah, like sure. Taiko like, drums and. Mm. You know. So, yeah, so it's pretty sad that they didn't have that at all. Yeah, it seems, I don't know, it seems like every year something's wildly different about Kineticon. Every, well, it feels like every year Kineticon's dropping the ball a little bit more, and we're like, Kineticon, no! <laughs> oh, no. This year, though, it drove me so crazy. Um, so they have a stairwell that's like the iconic stairs between the Marriott Hotel and the convention. Uh, everyone parties on it. It's really fun. It's, you know, a good time. Um, but this year they decided to close it off only to con goers, which in theory is fine. But if you're staying in the hotel or trying to use the elevator, which is technically not attached to the stairs, uh, they wouldn't let you. Yeah, because the elevator goes to the Marriott lobby. But it, they wouldn't let us go down there. So yeah. So knew. it ended up being a very big inconvenience. Um, they made us walk around downtown Hartford. Yeah, it, it went from like a one minute walk to a 20 minute walk. It was oh, like, no. Yeah. So we we're like, please, we're so tired. It's like, oh, let us go down two flights of stairs. It's like you can walk. literally walk me by the hand down. Uh, you can watch me <laughs> if you need. But they, they insisted no. And I know they're trying to have it be a safety thing, but it almost felt like it made things worse. I did I did hear on Twitter that they blocked someone who had a um, accessibility, like mobility device from using the elevator and made them walk the same way that we had to walk. And the elevator, like the public elevator wasn't working. The only way to get down there was stairs. Yeah. So. So mm. they blocked the one elevator that person could use. Yeah, that was a little, hmm. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so, I mean, like, the vibes were not the best. Um, could have been a little more fresh, but... <laughs> but we always, you know, have a good time with our You friends. make do, yeah. you know? Like, it, because that's what the whole con experience is, like, friends and, like, the people, at least for me, like it's the energy that people bring. So it's like, you know, if you're having a good time and you're just seeing people and doing whatever, that's the fun of it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we didn't have access to the stairs, but you know, ultimately we hung out in the front and it was a good time. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, it's home con. It is home con. So there's some sentiment. Yeah. Yeah. It's very sentimental. (laughs) I would say, though, probably from here forward, we'll not be buying tickets. Yeah. I mean, unless you get the super early bird discount, which I think is only available to the first 500 who buy it. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. So So who knows? If anyone wants to go to Kineticon, get it before 500 people do. Oh, boy. But it's always, you know, they're always going to have the outside space to hang out in and hopefully the food truck festival keeps going because that is very fun yeah they they almost always schedule it during river fest so mm. 
Yeah, there's a bunch of things to do right around the con. Mm -hmm. Usually yeah. we have the fireworks, but they didn't have them this year. I don't think they're going to be having them from here on forward, sadly. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, so that's pretty much Kineticon. It's a little baby con, uh, <laughs> you know. But it's always like every time I go to a con and then I, I like see everyone else in their like amazing cosplays and I'm like suddenly hit by this huge like force of motivation where I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to get home and I'm going to immediately sew like five costumes. It's just like I love that energy where it's like everyone every time you go to a con it's just like i'm already thinking of what i want to do next mm -hmm. in like uh oh yeah it's filled with creativity juice <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, I'm i feel like i'm the same way like after a con i just like okay how how fast before the motivation dies out can i get some podcasts <laughs> scheduled up because i know that, that that's the one difficult thing i have with just the show overall just scheduling with other people and it's not it, I mean it's just a matter of just it is what it is like people have lives mm -hmm. working around it can be either just difficult so I mean I'm very thankful that I got the two of you to be on this episode so yeah. this, was, this is fun um, yeah, happy to be here yeah thank you for having us yeah yeah it's we're fun to talk about cons and cosplay and stuff yeah, even though I mean, I pretty much, I pretty much don't cosplay anymore. I don't have the time or time, energy, mental capacity to pack an outfit and then worry about it. Like, did I really pack everything for the outfit? Am I forgetting something? Is, yeah, is this gonna fall apart at the con? Oh my god, I always have like the pre-con nightmares where I like get to the hotel and I forgot my wig. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're like driving and like as I'm as I get to the con, my suitcase is gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh god. Yeah. So somewhat somewhat related, like speaking of like either baby con slash home con, I mean at this point. I pretty much only go to the one in Rhode Island if I know either a lot of cosplay friends are going to be there or just going just going to go or like going as in they're a guest and they're like they have a booth or they're selling print or they're like a cosplay judge or whatever. That's pretty much the only point like I'll go to like my home state convention. Um, mm hmm. Or pretty much just any convention. Like, I just want to go to a place where I know I'll get to see friends and just get to hang out with them and not walk around and feeling lonely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's always fun when, you know, everyone's there and can just vibe with everybody. Yeah, there's definitely, like, you know, the cosplay family where it's like you don't really see them outside of cons necessarily because that's, like, the, you know, the spots that we all come together. So that's, yeah, that's a huge drive for going to cons is seeing all the people that you don't usually get to see because they live all across the country, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, somewhat... Hmm. No, no, no. Let's, let's, get, let's get a fun 
topic, so to speak, to kind of end this off because I'm looking at the time, going at it for an hour. <laughs> I'm sure you're getting tired. I'm almost getting. Actually, no, I'm not tired. This monster energy drink is doing wonders. Uh oh. Nice. Exactly what I'm. I get to work from home tomorrow. It's fine. Nice. <laughs> the so short shift anyway. All night. But, Midge, you mentioned yeah. the dream $400 Supersonico statue. Yeah. Is that the dream collectible statue that you want? Or is there another one that costs even more money that you'd love <laughs> to have one day? Oh, um, yes. There is one that is, is more. Is it the shark one? It's the shark one. I knew it. Uh, <laughs> so I think that's the Pisces. Um, let me see. Super? I think you're right. Sonico Pisces. Because there's a Libra Super Sonico. Okay, so... Uh, oh, so it's another Super Sonico. Super fun fact for me. I love it. Is, Only for you? No, yes. Well, also for a lot of people if they want. Um, <laughs> Super Sonico's personality type is INFP, which is mine. Oh my God. And Super Sonico was born on October 14th, which is when I was born. Wait, I didn't even know that. Yeah, we literally share the same personality type and birthday. I can't believe you're Super Sonico. Yep. Why haven't the truth come out? You did cosplay her. You should cosplay her again. Um. Okay, so let's see. I should. Yeah, I really do want you to. You should cosplay and I really want these one. Oh, okay, hang on. <laughs> oh, wait, she's, maybe. She's not wearing a lot maybe. in this one. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, okay, so yes, that's the one. I'm trying to find a price that's reasonable. Oh, yeah, okay, so that one typically goes for $385. Um, that's standard pricing as of right now. So that means it probably would go for a lot more if people wanted to up-price it. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, it's it's super cute. I'm a huge fan. It's one-seventh scale, so it's not the biggest, but it's a good size. She's holding a pink plushy shark, and that's very cute. It's a oh, I'm looking at it right now. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, it looks like a shark. She has a little shark hat. I, I do love the nautical look. It's so cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's also the, is it the word patisserie? Patisserie? Yeah. yeah, so there's a Super Sonico and Pachaco Patisserie, and they're on, um, I think they're in seventh scale, but they're on their knees, so they would be taller, so they're kind of bigger figures. Um, they're very cute. I'm a cake decorator, so I was like, oh, my God, they do that. I do that. <laughs> so, yeah, very cute. There are just so many. Yeah. I should do a TikTok that just shows off every single one of my Super Sonico figures. Oh my god. Chai, oh <laughs> you got one? Um, I've been currently eyeing this Ahsoka versus Darth Maul figure that's like Ooh. $600. Ooh. Um, but it, it's really big. It's huge. It's I very think, nice. I think I still have the tab up because I've just been staring longingly at it. Okay, yeah, 595. So 595. It's a limited edition uh, figure. There will only be 2,500 pieces. It's uh, by the Sideshow Collectibles, which do very fantastic, uh, realistic um, to the art. It, it looks just like the Clone Wars uh, animation style, so that's mm. fun. Um, and I love Ahsoka, so it's a 20-inch height figure <laughs> um so it's pretty big and it has yeah. like 
Soka fighting Maul and they've got their lightsabers in such a way that they're kind of look like they're mid swing, which is really fun. Yeah. So that's, that's my <laughs> year right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so mine, I'm like half looking at it, but it's on a wait list and I don't think I like this. It's Nightwing related. Um, oh, nice. So, so Sideshow had this Nightwing statue um, of Nightwing as he looks from the uh, Batman Hush storyline. Mm -hmm. Drawn by Jim Lee. So it's, <laughs> I don't think I want this one. Uh, it's over $1,000. Woo! It's, it's not, it's, well, it's on a wait list. Damn. So I think I missed my chance to get this. So I am hoping for another super crazy Nightwing statue. Because, wow. oh yeah, Prime One Studio is a manufacturer. Um, but I guess Sideshow teamed up to bring this in. Oh. But there's yeah. like two different versions. And I get they just come with extra stuff. Because huh. there's one that cost uh, uh, $1,105. The other one caught a thousand one hundred and forty-five, so I'm like, so that I don't, wow. But I don't like it enough to justify like joining yeah. the wait list and grabbing it because it's just I'm willing to go crazy up to upwards about to five hundred dollars for a, a statue, but mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I love the pose off of the the roof. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really nice figure. Yeah, that's... that's Holy cool. shit, 34 inches tall. <laughs> Whoa, that's bigger than the figure I'm looking at. Oh my so God. Nightwing is definitely your favorite Robin, right? I mean, well, hang on. Hang on, <laughs> hang on. Audio listeners can't see this, but... Oh, wait. <laughs> nice. Yep. yep. Got a Nightwing tattoo. Yeah. And then I got a Kingdom Hearts crown tattoo on my other shoulder. That's awesome. So, Two very good fandoms. Yeah, he yeah, he's my ride or die. So I think I'm done with tattoos. I don't know. I'm not gonna <laughs> see if I get tempted by any more. Um Yeah, no, no. Night Nightwing is my ride or die favorite DC comic character of all time. Nice. So He's a good one. Um, no, Kai, you're not going to step on the keyboard. Nobody. <laughs> you're going to accidentally cancel out of the stream. Kai said it's my turn. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we want figures. They cost a lot of money. Uh, I think that's the perfect topic to drop uh, <laughs> to end the episode on. But, um, I hope you guys had a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, it's always a lot of fun talking and uh, hanging out with you. Yeah, reminiscing of all the fun cons and yeah. good people we see there. Aww. Hopefully we'll see you, I guess, at the Final Fantasy Orchestra. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> it's going to be so Yeah, fun. yeah. Oh my god, I got to tell, tell Shelly about this. Yeah. My, my, my task now is to educate her on Final Fantasy music because she... Because uh, they're not they're not much of a gamer, mm -hmm. but like I I impulse bought two tickets. I asked them if they wanted <laughs> to go, and they're like, 
Yeah, sure. Because, I mean, they live in the Massachusetts area, so we're probably just going to make a day out of it. And um, Yeah. Yeah, no, that'd be awesome. Definitely get them hooked on 10. <laughs> I'll try. They're, they're, I learned they're more into anime, so <laughs> that's a compromise. Because I'm not into anime, but they are. Oh, man. If they play Americans, that's it. They said they would try to force force watch me or force make me watch like Jujutsu Kaidan because that's their favorite. Oh, that's, that's a very fun one. That's a good one, yeah. Oh boy. Well, hey, I'll tell them <laughs> about it tomorrow and they'll be like, hey, guess what? Two of my friends are also going to this Final Fantasy concert and they like JJK, so we got something in common. Here we go. Let's talk about it. <laughs> um, but in any case, um, Oh, yeah. Also, so, I mean, preview of the next episode. So, Legend of Larky and Mink the Seder were supposed to be on this episode. And it was going to be a massive episode of multiple cons. But um, I think I mentioned at the top of the show that, like, Mink wasn't feeling well. Larky wanted to wait for them. And so, we're going to get the two of them and possibly... Uh, I might ask if Grinning Hazard wants to be a part of it as well. Because Larcy went to PortCon, and then Mink and Grinner went to uh, TwitchCon Ooh. in fucking Amsterdam. So, Ooh, nice, fun, very yeah. fun. Yeah, because they actually went. I think they, I believe they were invited out and went to go see uh, Gorilla Studios or Gorilla Games, the people that made Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, oh that's so sick! Like dressed up in their outfits. So, oh, yeah, I saw the photos. Oh, they look so good. Yeah, so that should be coming out or hopefully planned and recorded within the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And again, thank you so much, Hyper Chai and Mitch, for coming on. I adore you both so yeah. much. Aww. <laughs> and um, yeah, uh, we will. Uh, oh, well. Before we go, uh, where can they find your uh, work and stuff? Yes. Um, I am on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram, all under HyperChai. And, yeah, I do do streaming stuff uh, sometimes, usually for Extra Life charity stuff. And um, most of my Instagram is where I throw my cosplay. Um, And then Mitch... Uh, I have an Instagram uh, with this my name, Mitch Scully, and then I have a Twitter with also, I think, just my name. I'm not 100% sure. Actually, it could also be uh, Avian Aria, yes. which is what my Twitch name is. Avian Aria. Yeah, Avian Aria 5. Okay. Five. Oh, Avian Aria 5, because 5 is the best number. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right, but uh, yeah. That's going to do it for this episode, and uh, thank you all for listening, and I will see you guys um, in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.